the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie. Now, Sinead Ryan joins us, uh, as she does every week for her Consumer Corner. And this week, she is explaining to us the future of electric cars. How do they differ from hybrids? Are they going to become the norm in a few years? What supports are available for someone wanting to invest in an electric car? And what are the benefits from investing in one? Sinead, good to see you. Hi, David. How are you? Nice to see you. Thank you. So, do you want to fill us in on the benefits of e-cars and also what the average person might see as the pros and cons? Yeah, it's a funny thing because I think this is the probably the the one year where everybody, because we've been living differently and because some industries have, have really had to pivot differently, it, the car business is definitely one that has suffered. Uh, although I'm told there are people still buying and selling cars uh, online as, as the time goes on. But of course, electric cars are going to be the future. I mean, diesels are being phased out anyway. You're not going to be able to drive one on the roads uh, after 2040. You're not going to be able to buy one at all in the next nine years, you know. So even though they remain the best selling model, there is a definite shift to uh, electric. Now, of course, range anxiety was Mm -hmm. the thing that was really kind of putting people off taking the plunge because what if I'm in the middle of traffic and the thing breaks down? Uh, That's really done away with now. I mean, you can get around 400 kilometres on one battery charge. Is that not only the best ones though? No, not really. I mean, that's Cork to Donegal on on a kind of a mid-range car. So Mm. we're not talking about the super posh kind Mm. of Tesla Mm. stuff Mm. there, you know. Um, So uh, as that improves and it will continue to improve, um, that'll get easier. Now, uh, a about uh, 2,830 or so electric cars being sold in the last year compared to 1,650 the year before. So, I mean, you can mm-hmm. see a definite shift. Now, look, this is a low base. And how many cars per year will get sold? Well, about, there was about 25,000 last year. Okay. There's normally much, much m- nearer 100, yeah, you know, yeah. so very, very low base. But nevertheless, you know, they're making a mark. Now, there's three main types and this really does matter. So mm. the full are are what they call BEVs, battery electrical vehicles. These are purely battery operated and run. A, a very small market share here, only around 4% of them. And again, that's to do just with that fear of what happens. If. Yeah. Now, you but look, some of these are very, very popular. Loads of marks, by the way, are now making electric cars. So it's not that you just get their one electric model. They might have a mm. range of six of them, you know, huge. Mm. Um, Hyundai, the Konai, the Kona, uh, the BMW i3, the Audi e-tron, the Nissan Leaf. They'd be the they'd be the ones that you'd know. You'd see them around the road. OK, now they and of course the Tesla, if you can afford one of those, mm. um, they're entirely battery powered. So you either charge them at home, uh, which most people do, or you can use one of the 1100 ESB network charging points around the country. I'll come on to that in a minute because yeah. some people are complaining that they're very expensive. Uh, so the BEVs entirely electric powered. Then there's a plug-in hybrid. OK, and these are ones that run mainly on electrical power, a bit like, you know, the old gyros that you would have learned in your in your kind of physics class at mm. school. But they have a backup petrol engine. So if if there's mm. any sense that they're going to kind of stop, they, they have a backup engine. People like those because they like the certainty of it. The hybrid cars then are the third time. That's the other way around. It's running mostly on the on the petrol engine Mm. and then backs up to electrical power. Now, they're different. They are the ones that do not qualify for any of the grants and any of the stuff that's available. So just be careful if you're buying one that you're getting the right one. Um, So like at the moment, you've got these subsidies when you buy one. Yeah. Um, You save yourself on petrol or diesel costs. 
uh, because you can run it off your electricity at home at much lower cost. And I don't think you've got vehicle registration tax. You do. Well, you do, but it's much lower. Yeah. So, I mean, for instance, the savings, I mean, the first saving is on the car itself. OK, because. But um, not on the upfront cost because it's very expensive yeah. upfront, isn't it? it? Well, they are expensive. Now, look, yeah. there's no getting away from that. OK, they are dear, but there are grants available and they're from the uh, SEAI. All right. So mm. new cars. Which stands for? Uh, the Sustainable Energy Authority of okay. Ireland. OK, they run out all the grants in the country where there's for mm. home or cars. So a new a new electric car or a new PHEV over 14,000 euros. They're all over 14,000 euros, let me tell you, mm. uh, can get grant aid up to about 5,000 uh, quid off mm. the car. Right now, after July this year, the the grant is reducing on the PHEV, the plug-in one, to two and a half thousand. Yeah. So so that's not going to be as attractive, um, and you can't get a grant if the car is worth more than sixty thousand. So that kind of rules out the posh ones. Mind you, you'd mm. say if you can afford a Tesla, S, you don't need that. You don't need the flipping grant, do you? Uh, so that's the first thing, uh, and then of course you save if you get a home charger, which is the kit that you plug into the side of your house. Uh, you can get a grant for that. The grant is around six hundred euros. And taking that into account, it means you, if you outlay the same again, mm. you'll have a really good charging point at home. And that makes it super efficient. OK, um, the, it costs uh, probably around a two quid yeah. to charge your car overnight on a night saver tariff. So, so like that's really, really good. Uh, now, you were asking me about the other savings. Motor tax, you do pay motor tax, but it's a flat low amount. Electrics, mm. 120 euros. Uh, plug-in hybrids, €170. Euros. If your company is good enough to buy you one as an employee, you don't pay benefit in kind on an electric mm. car. OK, again, the hybrids don't count. And then the VRT, now this is a funny one because the, the whole notion of importing cars has kind of gone by the wayside, eh? but because mm. it's just so expensive now to do it. Um, but electric cars do get a heavy discount. Um, you can get a relief off the amount, the, the normal... Uh, charge the vehicle registration tax on a car is about 14.5%. Mm-hmm. Now it varies by model, but you can get a lump sum, a kind of a grant of 5,000 euros up to 5,000 okay. euros off that. So it, I'm not sure it is still worthwhile to, to import it, uh, but it is available if you do. I presume, like, because the government wants us all to be eventually driving these things. And I think the aim is by 2030, that will be up to a million on the roads. <laughs> but that was the original target. Yeah. But like most government targets, it's kind of yeah. gone by the wayside. I but, mean, doesn't, you know. but, but doesn't it mean, though, that they won't be able to afford subsidies? Tax and electricity will go up because obviously the um, tax they're getting off petrol and diesel will disappear. So they're going to have to make up the tax revenue somewhere. Yeah. And the VRT will begin to go up again. So surely as we transfer to electric cars, all these costs are going to go up as well and the subsidies will begin to disappear. Yeah, I suppose it's the tipping point argument. Now, you see, we, we tax petrol and diesel so heavily in this country that mm. 70% of the cost of petrol yeah. just disappears in tax, OK? And you're yeah. right, that has to be replaced mm. in some way. You can't keep shunting money away to one group of people and then not collecting it on the other side. That said, the cost of the cars themselves will come down considerably over time, you know, Mm -hmm. because even now compared to five years ago or 10 years ago, the choice and the range, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is so much more extensive. And I suppose the argument is if you don't have dirty old diesels clogging up the roads Mm -hmm. and we're all whizzing around in silent electric cars, well, then that is much easier in terms of bills you might have for congestion or for the road maintenance or for other things like that. Sure. Okay, thank you, Sinead Ryan.